0: After eight days off, Northwestern was back in action last night. And, you know, coming off the two-game losing streak and the long uh, pause, they were impressive. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody and welcome. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Um, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, it's been an interesting week or so here for Northwestern Athletics, but uh, we appreciate you making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. Uh, we're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Uh, and, yeah, wherever you're listening, make sure you're sub- subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm, your, I'm your co-host, Carter Bird. And uh, today's episode, we actually have something new here for you today. Today's episode is brought to you by our new friends at... FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. All right. So now that we've talked about that, let's talk about Northwestern basketball, because what a wild uh, week and a half, really, really two weeks, because things were cruising feeling great everything couldn't be going better gut-wrenching loss to Rutgers um, where you had the lead late and kind of coughed it up then you go on the road to Michigan a game that you fight extremely hard in a hostile environment and you come up a little bit short and you drop two in a row another game that you felt like you had a chance in kind of back-to-back gut punches there And then you get around to that Iowa game last week where it gets announced that Northwestern, the game has been postponed. We actually did a whole video and posted it. And before, uh, we actually saw the news, had everything on uh, Do Not Disturb so I could record without being interrupted. And sure enough, um, that game got postponed due to a COVID-19 pandemic I guess, outbreak on the Northwestern roster. Some players had come down with a test positive before COVID-19, and it brought that game to a screeching halt. Uh, That game has been moved around now. And then we got around to the weekend and the Wisconsin game, same type of deal, um, gets postponed as well. And so you were wondering just when exactly was Northwestern going to be able to get back to action? and it ended up being an eight-day COVID pause. And they just got back together uh, Sunday and turned around and had to play on Monday against Wisconsin. That Wisconsin game uh, had been moved from Saturday to, to last night. Uh, it's pretty chaotic little restructuring of the schedule for Northwestern. Last week's Iowa game has now been moved to January 31st. Uh, the Big Ten rules, I guess, state that you must have seven players available to play to in order to play in a game. Uh, and Northwestern only had nine going into this whole pause, which would generally um, lead lead you to believe that three players were not ready to play during the, the COVID pause. Um, and, you know, I mean, that's you had to wonder like what was it going to look like when northwestern came back 8 days off we've previously seen them you don't normally see it in the middle of conference play where a team gets that long away from or away from playing i guess playing a live game you generally play two games in a week um you're back in action every 3 4 days uh but this time 8 days off you got to go back to uh, december and november when you do have those kind of lengthier breaks between games to for to find something that's comparable I mean Northwestern had a um, had a run earlier in the year where they had nine ten days between games and we saw how that affected the team when they came back um in stretches that kind of looked rusty um and they didn't look as sharp. When they were playing a lot, we saw them settle into a groove and get some dominant victories in non-conference play. When the breaks would hit, it was a little more difficult when they came back. So you had to wonder, when this team comes back, how rusty were they going to be? I mean, guys, some guys were not able to, to practice during this pause. The team was not able to be together. Not a lot of things that made you believe, oh, this team's just going to come back and perform um like nothing happened. It was going to go off without a hitch. I don't think that that was fair expectations for this team. Uh, and and you look at the fact that, I mean, I, I guess this team, some of the guys on the team would have been able to get their legs back under them, be rested. Those that were able to get in the gym would be able to uh, keep rust from setting in on their game. But some of them, we're not going to be able to do that with the way that uh, the the COVID-19 pause would have worked. Uh, the team hadn't been around each other. How was that going to look when they got back in action against Wisconsin last night? It was a big question. Uh, I had concerns. I didn't believe that this team um, was going to play well at all last night going into the game. I was very skeptical. Um, not a lot of faith on my end. And you know what? Credit to them, because they showed something last night. You, you wondered a lot, uh, a lot of questions going in, and I thought they showed up and they performed. And that's what I want to kind of highlight here in just a second. But first, let's talk about our new friends at FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here. We're really excited about our new betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed. When you place your first bet of $5 just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props plus you can even combine your bets for a chance at, at a bigger payout with same game parlays like it's something I mean you look at the NFL this weekend Um last week I thought the, the, the Bengals were uh, undervalued Thought that there was, uh, or well, they were being underestimated. Thought they had a lot of value. I might roll with the Bengals and I might roll with the 49ers. I might go both of the road teams in this one this weekend. If you were just asking me, I feel like uh, a Bengals 49ers Super Bowl is the way to go. Um, and look, you can do all of this on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So, football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet and get $150 in free bets. Win or lose at fanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Also, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. Make sure you check out our brand-new podcast, Locked on College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's talk about this game because... Northwestern came in. Actually, they were a two-point favorite, which I thought was kind of crazy considering all the external factors. Uh, And, you know, the game started. Wisconsin gets the first bucket, but Northwestern starts fast. And, you know, that's something we've been talking about forever. This Northwestern team has a tendency to start so slow against good teams and dig holes and have to dig their way out of it and just scrap and claw all the way back for 40 minutes. You know what? They started fast, and you have to appreciate that because they consistently, they once they took back the lead, they consistently pushed that lead to eight throughout the first half. And it was exactly what this team needed because they needed to get out ahead and kind of stay ahead for the first half. Uh, I think it makes life a heck of a lot easier on this team Uh, You had Boo Booey and Chase Audish had big first half with nine points each. Boo Booey got to the free throw line five times, hit all five of them. Uh, Just two turnovers as a team. Uh, Hard to believe. Hard to believe with those facts out there, with the way that Boo Booey played, with the way that Chase Audish played uh, in that first half, that there had been an eight-day pause, with the way that they kind of jumped on Wisconsin. Look, Northwestern was the better shooting team in the first half. Uh, shooting 40.7% to 37% for Wisconsin. Uh, they got to the line more. They went eight of nine at the line in the first half. Wisconsin went two of three. I mean, it was, they they out-rebounded Wisconsin. They were the more physical team in the first half. Uh, I One thing that I noticed that impressed me was the level of energy that Northwestern had that was apparent right from the start of the game. They were ready to go. The bench was engaged. They were loud. They were encouraging their teammates. There was an electricity coming from the Northwestern bench that was encouraging. And maybe that that's a product of, hey, the game got taken away from us for eight days. And uh you're not gonna take that for granted. You're gonna, you're going to have that energy back. Um And look, I mean, I I do want to discuss the broadcast a little bit because it was really interesting how they kind of tried to play both sides of the eight-day COVID pause. Initially, the discussion was that there were concerns about Northwestern's conditioning uh, with the COVID pause, which I believe is 100% fair, and I believe that was probably the right take um, because – you know that the team's not out there uh, running full court in practice when they can't meet. You know that there's guys who are essentially having to just, like, sit down and do nothing while they uh, get past their their symptoms, while they get until they tested negative. Um, I personally thought that that was a decent storyline going in. It took, like, 15 minutes for them to kind of throw that out the window and pendulum swing all the way to the other way. And just say, well, you know what? Northwestern should have fresh legs. Northwestern should have fresh legs. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But, like, I feel like you can't play both sides of that. I didn't love that. Um, I thought that if conditioning was going to be a concern, 15 minutes in, it's a little, I don't know. I thought it was dumb that they switched it to, well, they have fresh legs. They've, They've been on pause for eight days. They haven't played. I mean. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't love that. Uh, but I will say, as you watch that game, especially in the first half, you could see some effects of conditioning. I thought you could see watch Chase Audish's body language and see that his conditioning was not where it has been earlier in the season. Every two to three minutes, he looked absolutely gassed on the court. There'd be some offensive possessions, but he was tired where – He'd go stand in the far corner on the broadcast and be hands on his knees and just not move. Now, don't get me wrong. Chase Audiz was great in the first half. He scored seven of your first nine points and was on fire to start the game. And he deserves all the credit in the world for that. But he looked a little, like the conditioning got to him a little bit in that game. And, you know, he was, I mean, he was still effective, but he wasn't nearly as effective after the first three three and a half minutes of the game. I mean, he was awesome to start. Seven points right off the bat. And um I mean I think he ended up with another nine points of the rest of the game. But I I did notice that. I think it probably affected a couple other guys. Um and then it gets tested when you have uh Julian Roper who started quick as well, had a nice start. He rolls his ankle um Land. I forget whose foot he landed on, where his ankle rolled, um, and he came out of the game. and And you were worried. Um, you you became worried about him and his health. Obviously, uh, I think he, they they were being very cautious taking him to the locker room. But you very much worried about the depth of this North, Northwestern team. That you know that conditioning that they had talked about in pregame. How would they hold up to an injury? Uh, and then look i mean it was it was a good first half for northwestern because of the way that they were able to build that lead uh and kind of jump on wisconsin and outshoot them and be more physical than them out rebound them but there were some concerns but at the half you you could have gone to to half up 8 but they get the little tip in at the buzzer and you have a 32-26 lead at the half pretty good vibes because of the fact that you would have thought coming off 8 days of not playing basketball uh it would be would have been a lot worse you're playing a very solid Wisconsin team um that is back to full strength and they um uh, i guess they should have decently fresh legs too uh, after not playing over the weekend but you get that lead and then coming out of half that Wisconsin team just kind of runs you all over the fir- all over the court for the first few minutes. They go on a 10 0 run out of half immediately. They're red hot from three. They're they're hitting threes all over the place. Um, and it felt like the momentum for Northwestern that you had felt like it was totally shot. And and look, you, you lost Roper in the first half to his ankle injury uh, after his start. Well, in the second half, you lose Ty Berry. Uh, Tyberry has a similar kind of, I guess, mechanism to it with the way that the ankle rolled to the outside. His wasn't landing on somebody's foot. His was just trying to plant, which you see happen a fair amount. Uh, I was, I was initially hopeful watching it. His wasn't as bad because he didn't. I don't think he wrote to his ankle rotated as far, um, and he goes down. He goes to the locker room. he was trying to get back out in the court, but they they took him to the locker room to evaluate him. now you're seriously worried about depth, and then it got made even worse because for a while in that second half, it felt like Northwestern could not stop fouling. They were fouling nonstop. stop and and I do think the whistles were a little heavy on one side and a little light on the other. I thought they were, there were there's i mean there's a play where um I think a wall for Wisconsin boo is getting a rebound, and Wall kind of wildly swipes at it and misses the ball and kind of pops him in the nose. Boo-Booey almost gets a 10-second violation uh, coming across half court because he's messing with his nose after getting popped in the nose and was just missed. Thought there were a couple moments where uh, Matt Nicholson was getting kind of fouled, getting bumped. He goes up for a rebound one time, and the dude's underneath him, and that wasn't called. Thought there were some kind of ticky-tack fouls the other way. Uh, In Wisconsin's favor. And you add all all of it up. And Northwestern was in a rough spot there in the second half. It looked like things were going to collapse from a depth perspective. And you know what? Boo-boo, he decided, I'm going to do enough. I'm going to keep us in the game. And he did just that for a little stretch there that was big. Uh, Just enough to keep them in the game. And then you saw Northwestern all of a sudden hit some big threes. And was able to. Climb back in it, take the lead again. They hit their free throws going eight of nine at the line. Uh, and because of all of that, Ty Berry comes back too. You are able to hang on to a 66 63 victory that is a huge victory for you after the COVID pause. Unbelievable performance by Northwestern. In a second, we're going to go over our, our uh, takeaways. But first, We just want to say thank you for making Locked On Northwest your first listen today. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus hear from big name experts, uh, coaches, and players throughout the college basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Takeaways from this game. This is a gritty, 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 gritty win because the deck is kind of stacked against Northwestern in this one. You are at home. You do get that positive, uh, but your team hasn't been together. Conditioning's a question. Uh, You lose for a decent portion of the game two guys to ankle injuries. Ty Berry was able to come back, and you hang on, and you get a big win. The energy by the team was phenomenal the energy in the arena was good um i think that that is becoming more and more of a plus as this as team as the fan base starts to realize this is a good northwestern team the big 10 may not be spectacular this year but this is a good northwestern team you outshot wisconsin from the field and from 3 43.1% from the field to 38.6% for wisconsin from three, 37.5% from three to 32.3% for Wisconsin. Free throws, enormous. Northwestern goes eight for nine in both halves. So they go 16 for 18, 88.9% for the game. Wisconsin, nine of 16 for 56.3%. In a three-point game, free throws were huge. Enormous and Northwestern got to the line and hit theirs. Surviving the injuries and the foul trouble is gutsy. It was gutsy. Things were bad. You saw Titus Verhoeven fouled out really quickly in this game. His minutes were wildly limited because he was picking up fouls like crazy at a certain point in that game. Good to see Ty Berry get back out there. Good to see him not be banged, super banged up where he couldn't get it back out there because. If he didn't get back out there, would have been some concerns. Where's he gonna be in two days? I don't know. Where's this this Northwestern team, from a health perspective, gonna be in two days with Julian Roper and Ty Berry once those ankles have a chance to swell? Uh worried about that. I mean, it's the same same storyline that you're seeing with the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, except he has a whole week. Northwestern has two days. Uh, so that's gonna be a challenge for this week for Northwestern. Credit where credit is due. Matt Nicholson, a 46% free throw shooter for the season, goes five of six at the line. Unbelievable. Huge by him to give you that production at the line, get you seven points for the game. Um, Just loved to see that out of him. Chase Adige, 16 points while absolutely gassed in points in that game. I think that's very productive out of him. Uh, Maybe not the most efficient night shooting, but he gave you what you needed, and he hit a big three late to help you kind of push to take the lead back and keep the lead. Uh, Boo-Booey was great, 20.7 rebounds, five assists, one turnover, one steal in 37 minutes. Just plus one in the plus-minus. Uh, 7 of 15 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3, and 5 of 6 at the free throw line. Robbie Barron was big late. He hit a big three for you. Uh, pretty well-rounded rebounding game. Nobody uh, nobody went and got 10, but you had a bunch of guys get five, six, seven 6, 7 rebounds, uh, and you were able to out-rebound Wisconsin for the game. I want to highlight this guy because we have not seen a lot of him. Nick Martinelli in a spot where... Depth was an issue, foul trouble, injuries. He comes in, and he gives you four minutes, and it's a pretty big four minutes because there was no drastic uh, drop-off with him on the court. He bought you time to get Tyberry back. He bought you time to deal with the foul trouble. He's kind of the unsung hero of this game. It's not going to jump out to anyone, but his four minutes turned out to be pretty big. They got a rebound while on the court as well. Uh, huge for Northwestern to get to four and three in Big Ten play, thirteen and five overall, sitting tied for fourth in the Big Ten. Technically, have a better winning percentage uh, than uh, Michigan State and have that tiebreaker, uh, but have played two fewer games than Michigan State due to the uh, pause. Uh, they're four and three in Big Ten play. Michigan State is five and four. Uh, up to 53rd in the Ken and 47th in the net rankings. Uh, big win for Northwestern's tournament hopes. Next up, they are at Nebraska tomorrow at 6 p.m. on FS2. That's going to be a tough test, as we've talked about. Short rest, uh, dealing with injuries. How does this Northwestern team respond on the road? Can they build on the momentum uh, because, look, this next, like, two weeks is going to be a grind. You're playing every, like, two, three days, so they got to figure out a way to push through uh, and keep stacking wins for their tournament hopes. That's going to do it for today's episode here on Locked On Northwestern. We appreciate you making Locked On North- Northwestern your first listen every single day. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Um, yeah, wherever you're listening, make sure you're subscribed. You turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Uh, I'm your host Carter bird. You can follow me on social media at carterbird 13. I'll see you all next time. Cause tomorrow we got to talk Nebraska and this basketball game happening tomorrow night. See you all then.